why is free early childhood education important for a community like ours or other communities like ours? It's really important because um, we want to make sure our babies are really prepared for pre-K and not just on an academic standpoint, but the social-emotional standpoint. So I remember when my oldest baby was two and it was time to look for a setting for her, I wanted the combination of both. Um, I wanted her to be in a space where there were adults who would really love her and care for her and um, support what I was doing at home in the classroom for her to see peers that didn't look like her, but also see peers that looked like her. That was something that was also important to me. Um, and in that space at that time, I was like, if I can create this, what would I want to do differently? back with the first episode of the year we are here with the one and the only Jelena Smallwood our <laughs> senior director for the early childhood education program thanks Maddie Jelena it's so nice to have you here are you excited to be here I'm excited I think this is the first interview we did with you it is the first interview yeah so today we're going to take a trip down memory lane with Jelena we're going to talk about some of her past careers and how she got here at Say Yes and how she's in this leading role over the Say Yes Little Scholars program so, Jelena, tell us about your early childhood education career. How did you start? Um, it actually started when I was in undergrad. I interned at an early childhood program, um, later applied for a position and was hired. And my passion for early childhood work really started there. Um, come full circle now here at Say Yes, I um, pitched the idea for us to expand our work had an opportunity to partner with um, one of our former colleagues when we were doing the ASQ screenings when I was overseeing our parent center work and felt that we could do something unique and different here at SAS with our cradle to career um, programs and pitch the idea and here we are with SAS Little Scholars. Yeah, that's amazing. So how many years have you been with Say Yes? I just um, passed my 10-year anniversary in December, <laughs> so happy about that. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> that deserves a clap. Yes. Most people are not at places for 10 years, but when you love what you do, yes. you stay here for a while and you make an impact. Thank you. So, you know, obviously there had to be something that was keeping you here. Mm -hmm. So what was the most rewarding part about working in early childhood education? So when I first started at Say Yes, I was actually in our scholarship program. I came from um, a program that focused on post-secondary education for students and preparedness. So it was a good fit once I transitioned here to Say Yes. Um, I went from the scholarship to program to working in our community school strategy, focusing on family engagement. Um, and then once I was able to pitch the idea of the Little Scholars program, it's really come full circle. Um, so I would say my most rewarding part um, is a lot. Mm -hmm. I can't think of just one particular one. Um, when I first started, it was students coming to the office to reveal what their school choice was. When I was in family engagement, it was having families come for what were our family appreciation dinner so we would acknowledge families for doing what they do being engaged being involved showing up for their students um and hearing the little scholars work it's all those little bright moments each day whether a scholar is um, being celebrated because they're now fully potty trained 
or they um, have mastered the ability to share with their friends. So those little moments that are developmentally appropriate for our little scholars is exciting. And also seeing their parents' excitement as they see them reach those milestones as we prepare them for pre-K. Okay, so you dibbled and dabbled in a lot of different departments mm-hmm. and say yes. I did not know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I knew that you were in parent centers, but I didn't know that yeah. you were in like scholarship and yeah. Okay. So um so you did you worked with a lot of different age groups, yes. obviously, in different departments mm-hmm. at SAS. But you have stayed consistently with early childhood education. Mm-hmm. So as a parent, yeah. why is free early childhood education important for a community like ours or other communities like ours? It's really important because um, we want to make sure our babies are really prepared for pre-K and not just on an academic standpoint, but the social-emotional standpoint. So I remember when my oldest baby was two and it was time to look for a setting for her, I wanted the combination of both. Um, I wanted her to be in a space where there were adults who would really love her and care for her and um, support what I was doing at home in the classroom for her to see peers that didn't look like her, but also see peers that looked like her. That was something that was also important to me. Um, And in that space at that time, I was like, if I can create this, what would I want to do differently? Um, I remember reading a news article um, when I was preparing her for kindergarten, and it talked about the challenge for families who were in the same income bracket as me and trying to find quality care for their students. Not everybody can afford tuition. Not everybody Mm -hmm. can afford even the co-pays for daycare. So I said, if I could do this differently, what would it look like? Um, and had the opportunity to do that here at Say Yes. So it was really hard work because it was an experience I had as a parent trying to find a space that um, wasn't going to cost me a whole lot of money, mm-hmm. <laughs> but a space where she was able to get everything that I was looking for and have a quality and excellent experience. And that's what, you know, I feel like we're giving to our families with little scholars. I love that you call it heart work. That is your favorite <laughs> word. Heart work, heart work, heart work. Yeah. And so, so we hear your perspective as a parent, but as someone who has worked in early childhood education, What advice would you give to someone that wants to work in early childhood education or who is having a difficult time working in early childhood education? You call it heart work. And um, for people that are new into the roles, and not even just myself because I'm not fully in a teaching role, (laughs) but there's growth there. There's a lot of growth. So what advice would you give to someone that is newly in their role or having a difficult time or just seeking to start in early childhood education? If it's someone seeking to start, I would recommend finding some spaces where you can get a feel of what the work is like. Before I um, did an internship in undergrad, I tutored in an after-school program with three, four, and five-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So that was me putting my foot in the water to see, okay, is this the space that I really want to be in? And it was. Um, from there, my career has transitioned in working with, um, in my community, but working with different populations of families, whether they were in alternative care, foster care placement, um, students who are pregnant and parenting teens. So for me, it was important to work with work in my community, but work with families that I knew I was eventually going to be working with once I was able to create a program like this. Um, I would say if you're experiencing some burnout or having some challenges in the setting, it's good to manage, have Um, Mm self-care. I know our team (laughs) works long days with our (laughs) three-year-olds. But you have to find those bright spots when you feel that burnout um, and find those little moments. You can say that this is the reason why I'm here. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that would be my advice for anybody. You definitely want to connect to your why. So why do you wake up every morning to go to a classroom at 730 and sit out table toys and get ready to do, you know, name recognition with three-year-olds? Um, it's not a space for everyone, but the individuals that work in early childhood, I think they find it very gratifying and they definitely connect to their why on, you know, day in and day out. Yes, I have to say, I definitely commend you on your vocabulary use, like the language that you use when you just talk about this work. Like I said, the the hard work, yeah. bright spots, like yeah. other terms <laughs> that you use. I'm like, how does she come up with this stuff? But it is so necessary and it's so needed, especially like in this space and especially yeah. working with children because you would never want to, you know, offend families yeah. or make them look at their circumstances in a certain way that yeah. kind of like separates them from everybody else. So you've done an amazing job and I'm sure yeah. that's obviously over the years, but yeah. it's definitely been like amazing learning from you <laughs> in this role I will definitely say because now when I'm out in the community I'm like oh we can't say that or we mm-hmm. have to use these words yep. or um even just like talking to kids uh instead of saying mind your own business you know say something else. <laughs> you know and, yeah. and not even just with children I think yeah. with everybody yeah. uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely useful so definitely been in a space where you can yeah. change the vocab because um you know our say yes work is not just during the daytime like yeah. it's every day it's all day yeah. and it's 24 7 365 yes. <laughs> yes say yes is a lifestyle it's it a is. lifestyle that i appreciate and love dearly but language is really important um because like you said we don't want our families to feel um, isolated mm-hmm. to feel separate separated from the work you have to maintain a growth mindset so you know we do talk to our scholars about you know Take care of yourself. The different way of saying mind your business or, you know, our babies aren't bad. They don't have behaviors. They have big feelings and big emotions that they're learning to manage and adults do too. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we do this work with our families. It's not separated from them. And we want them to feel empowered about them choosing us as the first spot to help their babies get ready for pre-K and for them to feel involved. Because it's not just about readying our babies for pre-K. It's readying our families. It's readying the schools so they know all the reps and supports that our families need as their babies transition mm-hmm. and we talked about a little bit of the, the say yes family here and in the atmosphere I think you've done a great job shifting that over to say yes little scholars as well you know we had a few parents just talk about how great the program was and how our first cohort was as well and now now looking at the babies yes. you know in uh, pre-k <laughs> yes. is like oh my gosh like yeah. it's it's crazy because it didn't seem so long ago mm-hmm. and like how far they've come is yeah been amazing so I know we are in in, in our enrollment season so talk about the enrollment process and where parents can start or caregivers can start Um, so the first start would be completing our eligibility screener which they can find on our website www.sayyeslittlescholars.org all our families who enroll in our program do have to be eligible for the daycare subsidy but the great news about the daycare subsidy is the income threshold has increased dramatically. So families who didn't think they were once eligible, now with the new income guidelines, many families are eligible for the daycare subsidy. And so we want to make sure those families have access to it and have access to a space where they can receive quality, excellent learning for their babies, quality, excellent care for their babies, um, and get them ready for pre-K. Yes, that's exciting. So make sure you guys go look on our website and enroll your babies. Yes. (laughs) Um, And then also the other question is, on the flip side, are we hiring? We are hiring. (laughs) (laughs) We're always hiring. We want dedicated people who want to come in our classrooms and work with our families and students. So we're hiring right now for substitute teachers. Mm -hmm. And we'll be getting ready to hire for the upcoming 24-25 school year for lead teachers as well as teacher assistants Mm -hmm. as we expand and open to new classrooms. 
Oh, that's exciting. Are you excited about it? I'm very excited. <laughs> more babies. <laughs> yes, yes, more babies. More scholars. <laughs> more babies. Well, is there anything that you'd like to tell me that I didn't ask you about today? Um, no, not that I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook at Say Us Buffalo or Say Us Little Scholars um, on Facebook or Instagram as well. Or we already talked about our website, sayuslittlescholars.org or sayusbuffalo.org. Until next time. Thank you. <laughs>